Hey, peace, everybody. Welcome back to Regime Radio. Salamu alaikum. My name is Basha, and you're listening to A Young Black Muslima. This is a community of blasphemy humans in which sometimes I do answer questions and make you think about your potential to make change, but you already know it's up to you. My answers are based off my experience and knowledge of self and understanding of my way of life, which is Islam. So believe me when I say I want for you what I want for myself. Today is the 97th episode, and we're going to talk about black scholars now. I know this episode is coming out pretty late. But that's because I was super busy today. Um, I took the time to put myself in a space where I can learn some um, childhood and development um, tactics and techniques. And what I noticed is that within any space, Black people are excluded from the framework, from the dynamic, from the classroom. And so growing up, it really removes them from themselves and not really understanding who they are identity wise and that's starting at the age of three and five three through five so I wanted to talk to you guys about some black um, Islamic scholars mainly when I say black I am referencing their roots are African um, but they've mainly done a lot of their basis core like beginning studies of their life here and they've done a lot of their other studies overseas as far as Islam is concerned and the Islamic sciences um thick um as so on. So one of the first um, people I want to talk about is definitely um, Dr. Bilal Ware. He is an amazing brother. He has impacted me in ways that I didn't even think was possible with my religion and personally is so important when you're growing in your dean to find scholars that really connect with who you are so that you can develop yourself in your dean without any animosity in your heart and your heart is open to expanding what it looks like to practice Islam in your space, in your, you know, um, way that you can adapt yourself within your deen. And I know it can be hard to kind of like say that, but like what I mean by that is that you're not going to always be in a space where you can actually, you know, practice your religion that's comfortable to you because sometimes maybe you might be in an Arabic situation where you're like this is a masjid where I don't necessarily feel comfortable but this is a masjid that is in the area and I want to go and when I say Arabic I don't mean Arab masjid I mean black people in an Arabic mind state meaning when I say that I do mean a form of colonial a colonialization colonialization excuse me for the pronunciation, um, today. So what Saudi Arabia looks like, okay? Um, a Europeanized mindset, let me just say that, because it was the Ottoman Empire that did put um, the Saudis in power where they are right now. Because the original Arabs, just to be clear, are coming from Sudan area and Ethiopia, that area. So Abyssinia, it once was called. So moving on, to why Dr. Balaware was so effective in my life is that I got to go to the West when it came to Islamic studies. And that's so crucial when we talk about today's life, right? Like we're living in America. If you live in America or Canada or Australia, wherever you live in the West, you know, in the Western region of the world, nine times out of 10, you are affected, directly affected by black culture if not the whole world which is hip-hop so understanding how that comes from islam the root of hip-hop stems from islam period 
So when you go into the the textualization of what that looks like with Dr. Bilal's, you know, um, jihad of the pen. Um, and also it was written with another brother. Excuse me if I do, if I don't have his name right now, I so apologize. Um, but having that in, you know, your library and as well as the walking Quran, understanding this is embodied knowledge in West Africa, you know, Islamic embodied knowledge. So when we take that and understand where we're going, we can be more appreciative towards black people and teach them according to their skill level to their knowledge because Africans are black black people are African right so we can't you know waver that or misinterpret that because it really separates us separates you know Africans from their counterparts within a classroom in a learning space which makes them feel unwanted and you know it takes them a while but they do cling on to their culture much more where they don't even feel connected to black culture and a lot of black people wonder why that is within islam i have grown to connect so much with my brothers and sisters from africa and i'm so grateful alhamdulillah to allah for that because it really brings us together on a common ground and islam expands your mindset even if you do eat african food whatever the case is but you now understanding historically these scholars that come from these african nations that grew and expanded um the way we practice the deen or the way we understand the deen you know so alhamdulillah for that and the next scholar i want to talk about is um which like i feel like this is a scholar is okay so basically i didn't know too much about him until i started to research black you know scholars in islam african scholars and sherman jackson popped up dr sherman jackson may allah be pleased with him and all that he's doing for the community all of the scholars all of the sahaba and may allah be pleased with shakaish um just okay i didn't even get to her yet but let me just go back so dr sherman jackson is an amazing brother he has so many ways of incorporating academia and secular world with islam connecting us to social responsibility oh my gosh like he is so amazing i highly suggest you go check him out go find him on youtube it's sherman jackson he's amazing he has helped me in many ways connect with the importance of being aware of these sensory spots as a black person where i might be bringing that into my zine and my practice which is probably not necessary because i may be in a space where the culture has already been embedded like into who they are through islam through the deen itself so like he had explained in one lecture he did he was at a market in egypt and mesr and he was sitting standing in the line literally like he was standing in the line right and this woman went in front of him and he was like i was and it was for food i was out here all day like what is this is it because i'm black and what he didn't initially think was like oh this is the culture you know because in america you don't necessarily see um you know within our society people letting women get in front of them letting them sit on the train right like standing pregnant women be standing up on the train this and that so he's not used to this kind of like oh women go first okay because we our culture in the western society is different so he was in masar in egypt and he kind of thought it was because you know he was black 
come to find out it's because she was a woman and that's just the culture the women go in front you know like the women are cooking the women are taking care of the families the women have to go get the food like this is something that was not accustomed to him and he explained that and it helped him to grow and realize like it's not about race when it comes to practicing your religion even though these are components that human beings bring into it right and the reason why I name everything black black and everybody like oh my gosh nationalism is so forbidden in Islam I'm making key points because it's not talked about so that we can remove the disease of racism from our hearts. May Allah make it easy for us. May Allah give us understanding to understand that when we talk about these things, this is open window for us to discuss what is missing from any classroom, whether it be Islamic or secular. So, you know, early childhood and education or high school to, to higher education. So that's, what I've learned from Sherman Jackson and his story is helpful to me as well growing um, from Pan-African studies, studying, you know, my dean, going after reverting to Islam, going into the nation because I didn't feel comfortable, right? I was like, oh, I don't want to be a part of this Arab culture, but not really realizing that I needed to know more about Islam to understand that this is for everyone, right? So that's why I made this podcast so that you can kind of understand why the connectivity of being a young Black Muslima in the world today can be complex, but also can be an advantage because Allah makes things easy for us if we just go to Allah. Like, you know, everyone has their advantages and disadvantages, but we should not allow humanity to press upon our struggle as if it is their fault because it everything is a mercy from Allah, right? So like seeing things that way will give us so much tranquility, alhamdulillah. So the last scholar I want to talk about and I'm going to be done, Sheikha Aisha Prime. Mashallah. She is my teacher. She is amazing woman. She is completely like ready for all the questions being placed in her lap. And she is, mashallah, so open to activism opening the doors for this space and this conversation that I'm speaking about about blackness and what this looks like Islam being practiced in America she is the person that I go to for this kind of connectivity and balance in between mashallah you know like if you don't know who I'm talking about Aisha Prime Aisha so you I-E-A-S-H-A Prime like prime time you can find her on youtube she's amazing if you don't know who she is i check her out so these were some like little gems here if you don't already know these things to go you know dive into for this month a lot of people are heavily super black during this month but i highly suggest you study your history at all times of the year keeping you elevated spaced and keeping you in a space of balance when i say elevated i don't mean past anyone i mean heighten your thought process right so Sheikha Aisha Prime is very much an activist for women's rights in Islam as well because we do have a lot of issues within that area, you know, especially within Black women not being considered a part of the story, you know, when we talk about the history of Islam, right? So, um, and also, um, you know, the brothers as well, she speaks on that. She's amazing, mashallah. And also talking about women's rights for us to know, how important it is for women to know the deen. You know, and it is. It's so important to chase Elm. Elm, Elm, Elm. Like, when I tell you it has helped me to become who I am 
when I say I cannot do anything without seeking knowledge first and applying, right? Going back. What have I learned? Applying. Did I not understand? Going back, reviewing, and then applying it even better. So she is someone who I feel is so concrete in what helps to keep my Islamic life, you know, um, can I say balanced or can I say um, fulfilled in the scholarship portion for me to go to a scholar for now? Like, you know, because I love talking to her about these points when she does have her lectures as well as reviewing them on YouTube. So if you're not in a space where she's at, you can go on YouTube. She's accessible online. So inshallah, we're able to expand on that and you know who knows maybe I can get her on the podcast inshallah so um if you guys have any questions about any you know books anything like that I will do my best to refer you to books dm me on young black muslima and you already know I got you um email me youngblackmuslima at gmail.com and you can follow me on my personal instagram basha regine but everything that I do for young black muslima is here like and I'm here consistently doing this podcast. I may not post consistently on the Instagram, but I'm on every Tuesday. I try to get the episodes out every Tuesday, if not once a week. Like the latest, it'll probably be out as a Wednesday. Like, but Tuesdays for sure. So thank you so much for supporting this podcast, continuously helping me to develop, you know, this space for us as young black Muslims, continuously creating, manifesting, excuse me. I'm using different words because Allah is the only creator, you know. So manifesting is more my vibe. It's more who I am, giving me that space to be tranquil and peaceful with what I'm manifesting, what's already here, using tools that's already here. No idea is original because Allah has done it all, knows it all, right? So comparisons of understanding ourselves in the society today with how it was before in any time in history, I think it's so important for this month, if you're into Black History Month, connect the dots. You have Gullah Geechee Islands, where there were a lot of Muslims that were practicing, you know, Islam praying five times a day from Virginia all the way down to Florida, you know, uh, Jacksonville, Virginia, all the way down to Florida, um, Jacksonville. So when we talk about Islam, the Mandinks were here before any refugee came. There were explorers from Africa, from Mali, that came here and Islam was in the soil, buried in the soil before any refugee came here, before I was born, before. So to know that that's where I come from when I did my African um, ancestry test, I'm so like, I feel that, like I feel that I'm connected to this space and I'm connected to you know, who I am as a Black Muslim, as an African woman, as an African Muslim, as a human being, as a soul, and what that means for my purpose and how to connect these things. So I'm so appreciative of you for staying tuned to people that are consistent with this and just release your ego. If I'm saying some things you're not comfortable with, it's because your ego is talking or thinking for you. So um, and then again, if I'm saying some things you're not comfortable with, you know, let me know how I can do better with that but inshallah i'll see you guys in the next episode talk to you in the next episode and i will be doing video really soon thank you for, for supporting and staying on top of the episodes per week and being consistent with me i so appreciate you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh